Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Yeah, Wayne, let's have a Jordan and LeBron debate. What a morning for that. Good morning, LeBron. Great morning, Laker Nation. Welcome back. Thanks largely to 19 fourth quarter points from LeBron. The Lakers roared back from 21 down in the fourth to beat the Clippers 116-112 last night. LeBron outscored the Clippers in the fourth 19-16. Lakers outscored the Clippers 39-16 in the fourth in what was a Clippers home game, the last game they will ever play against the Lakers in the arena that they've shared now for 25 years. LeBron went crazy out in the fourth, and this is what he said about that after the game. Just a zone that just can't really describe it. You, you wish you could stay in it forever, but obviously it checks out, you know, as the game ends. But, you know, during it, you don't, you don't feel anything. You just, just have a superpower, I feel. <laughs> Superpower. We had it for a while, didn't he? Okay, Keyshawn. So, question is, was last night more about the Clippers collapse in the fourth quarter or LeBron just going crazy hot? LeBron going crazy hot. Yeah. Because it wasn't a Clippers collapse. If you think about it, 20 seconds or so into the fourth quarter, they go up by 21. 21. It was 19. At halftime, it was 14. A 14-point deficit at halftime, Skip, is not a big, as you know, that's not a big number. 19's not a big number when you're talking about the NBA. When you're talking about, because if you can hit threes, you close that gap. If you can get in ones, you close that gap. That, that thing went like this. Yeah. I was sitting, eating, and I happened to turn to the right, and we were down by 19. Take a little more. Turn to the right, we're down by 21. Turned again. Well, did you even turn, or did you just well, quit well, watching? No, I kind of, yeah. when we went by 21, I kind of said to myself, Damn, I think we're getting ready to lose. And then all of a sudden, the next time I looked, I believe we was only down by like 11, 11. or something like that. Yep. And then I'm I like, oh. Point. Yep. And then all of a sudden, it was 106-106. And then Rui boomed from the corner to three. We was up by three. And then D'Lo hit another three. And then D'Lo hit one on the other side yep. of the court. Yep. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, we, it's over now. And then we started playing defense. Yeah. All of a sudden, LeBron gets the steal, the turnover. Yep. And you say to yourself, Skip, yep. it's over. Yep. Now we rolling. So I think it was more about LeBron going crazy, them playing defense, opposed to the, the Clippers collapse. Yep. You're looking at the 21, or people looking at the 21-point deficit. It's saying it's a fold. But 21 points in the NBA, yep. it's not a lot. At the start of a quarter, man. Yep. It's really not. But, hey, what, what more can you say other than I told you so, Skip, that that 
The Lakers were going to win this basketball game. Well, you did, but I also <laughs> told you I thought they were going to win this basketball game, even though they were weirdly three-and-a-half-point dogs. It was a Clippers home game, so it was allegedly a Clippers sort of crowd. They should have had more season ticket holders in there. But LeBron shut that crowd up and down, right? It, 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 and it felt like to me, late in that game, he said to himself, not in my house. Yeah. This is this is not getting I, I agree to, with that. This is not getting I, ready to I happen agree. Yeah. here. And when he when he hit the three at the top, he pulled the three at the top, I said, Oh, okay, he's he's feeling it tonight. Yeah. And then he came back down again, he tried a three, it didn't go in. We we missed that opportunity, but then D Lo wind up hitting it. So yeah. then it was like, Okay, we we settled now, we're good now, but you can tell for whatever reason. He didn't feel the need to want to lose to the Lakers, uh, to the Clippers last night. Yeah, he just didn't. And I know, I know you probably got some old little trick back there in your little notes where you're gonna come up with some, some excuse as to why and what instead of just saying he was cooking the way that he was. Mm. I, I'm, I'm waiting for you now. Well, I don't have any tricks. I, I can't make anything up. It either happened or it didn't. I, I don't fabricate. I just spit facts at you, and you usually have no comeback for me. So I'm trying to be nice to you today, and now you're daring me to because run I, over because, you again. Because I know. You want me to run over but you? But I know you got something. Okay. I know you got something. Oh, there was a turnover here. See, if he didn't do this, if he didn't make his free throw there, it's something. And I'm just waiting for well, it. Well, I will say this. It did surprise me as I looked harder at what happened that over the last four minutes and 36 seconds, LeBron didn't score a single point. But to your point, I'm, I'm agreeing with your overall premise. I thought LeBron shot them right in the heart. I thought he said, this is it. It's going to be my turn, my house, not yours. It's your home game. It's my house. Yeah, absolutely. I own this house, and this year... Your Lakers have owned the Clippers. Remember, when Ty Lue took over, they won 11 straight games against your Lakers in the Ty Lue regime. And I'm saying, well, they just own you. And all of a sudden this year, you have won three out of four games. Now, just for the record, just for the Clipper fans who might be watching us right now, even though they probably can't even stand to even think about what happened last night, they did not have Paul George. They did not have Big Zoo because he is their shot blocker. So it was a little more of an, uh, you know, a freeway to the to the rim. Well, we beat them when they have. So yeah. What's the difference? You, you have, you have. But last night was they're they're down two starters. Just for the record, yeah. you're also down two key players that you haven't had for all, most of the year in Jared Vanderbilt and Gabe Vincent. And if if you ever get those two back, and I have no idea how you know, what their future holds, but if you could get those two back, you, you got a basketball squad. Well, you may not want to insert them in the lineup now. Yeah, but, but I mean, they could really help you if you could get, re get healthy and make a run. All right, so here's the point. When, when LeBron goes crazy hot like that, he, he is not, as you know, he's a very streaky three-point shooter, and he's, he's more prone to be a little colder than hotter. He's not prone to have these kind of hot streaks. But he's had them against the Clippers before because last year in a home loss, you know, it was their home game, but they lost 133 to 115. He hit nine threes in that game. So he likes shooting threes against this team for whatever reason because – 
I do think he takes this rivalry pretty seriously. Yeah. And remember, Kawhi's, remember the New Balance commercial where he had the, 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 the king. It's my house yeah, now. Yeah, or whatever my it house. Is. Yeah, I got next. This All is right, me. Yeah. yeah. In LA and in L.A., he owns L.A. He's exiting off the freeway. It's, it's his town now. It was pretty audacious on Kawhi's part to, to step out there like that in a commercial. And by the way, speaking of that, the weird part about this game was LeBron, he, he was talking about after the game about you're in the zone and then you exit the zone when the game ends. Well, he actually exited the zone with about four minutes left because he, he did take the last the, his last two shots missed and they would have just put the game out of reach. And all of a sudden I look up and the game swung completely back around and Kawhi made two quick shots. James yep. Harden made a layup and all of a sudden I'm looking up and I'm saying, wait, the Clippers got a last second shot to tie the game or if they shoot a three to win the game. All right, so let's look at that last. I tweeted immediately, LeBron has to take Kawhi. And to his credit, what did he do? He took LeBron Kawhi. took Kawhi. Thank you very much. Because he's big enough and strong enough to keep Kawhi from just claw dunking on him. Oh, these are. No, that's the step back. That's you the know, one that he missed. Okay, those are the two misses. All right, can we go to please? Yeah, these are the two missed shots. Can we go to the last shot, Kawhi's last shot? I don't know what we're doing here. Here we go. All right, so Kawhi comes off the pick and he curls and I, I think Kawhi got where he wanted to go he likes that shot and it wasn't like LeBron suffocated him it, it wasn't like LeBron bothered the shot because I don't think LeBron bothered that shot Kawhi just gagged it well, like it, it came up Kawhi way short likes that shot but he doesn't like to fall back from the shot he's yeah, falling no, back he's, from he's it opposed to going straight that. up no he, he's fading back though he doesn't want to fade back by LeBron being there and putting his hand up made Kawhi fall back. He wanted to go straight right. up with it. He likes that no, spot. He, he likes to get to that spot, but he doesn't like to fade back. No, he doesn't mind fading back. No, that's, he that's doesn't like shot. that. No, Tijon, not, that is no. his shot. No, not that I, I've one. I've seen him make not that a one. thousand of those. That spot is his spot. Okay, but, but fading back like no, that, he doesn't like to. No, he... he Give is, LeBron credit for hey, playing defense, no, man, and played, making him fade okay, back. He did the best he could do. Probably a little gassed at that point, and Kawhi left it woefully short, which he does not do. Because he's, usually he's falling pretty back. Good. Oh, stop it! There's no he's, stop he's, it. He's, he's falling as good back. a fallaway mid-range jump oh, shooter as I've ever he seen. He wants to go straight he up with mid-range. He lives on that. He lives on it. And Kawhi did wring his hands like like somehow LeBron hit his hand or something. But there, there's no foul on play. It LeBron didn't, didn't like get there. There's nothing. Nothing. I think Kawhi was just upset with himself that that he shot it so poorly because we've seen you know when he when he shot the shot I thought oh it's going to be one of those that bounces 17 times around the well, rim I actually and falls. thought he was going I actually thought he was going to hit it off the side of the glass did you yeah I didn't and, realize and not even get to the rim no I thought he oh, would oh. bank it off the side of the oh, glass but he That's was way too deep to bank it off the side I, but of the glass. when he started he going, but when he started did. when he started going to yeah. the right I said oh he finished to kiss it off the glass but then okay. he wind up falling back all right so what happened until the last four minutes left when they, they lost most of the lead? Mm -hmm. It was classic James Harden asked me. This is where there was some Clippers collapse, even though I think LeBron, his onslaught was so devastating. I, they were folding. And Ty Luce after the game, I can't remember one of my teams losing a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter. Well... You've never had James Harden at point guard. And I've told you from the start, I don't trust him. I just don't trust him. And he had two big turnovers with about four minutes and then three and a half minutes left. If we could see his two but he turnovers. But the only one turning the no, ball No, but they the had fourth. six. They had six in the fourth. Here's James Harden's turnovers. He just lost the ball out of bounds. No, that was Kawhi. Right. 
But LeBron, Wait. LeBron closing in on him. That was Kawhi. Yeah, they lost they, that ball. I'm not sure if that was if they gave it to James. I don't know. I, no, I, they gave it. Oh, you right. mean if they gave they credited him with the tournament? I think they gave it to Harden. Okay, now let's see. Here's Harden. the the bad one is on the out of bounds play. Let's see this. The next one. Okay, so he's trying to get the ball in bounds. James is, and he just throws it to the Lakers bench. Like it was <laughs> the weirdest turnover. He's running out of time, and he finally just says, "I'll throw it to nobody." I'll throw it to the Lakers bench. Well, whoever that was over there, though, fooled him by going. By going, he thought he was going to stand there. He was trying to put no, it up no. over him, and then the, I can't even see who that is. They moved out of the way. Yeah, but the point is, Norman Powell moved. I think it was Norman Powell. So, in the end, <laughs> the the Clippers didn't completely fold because the Lakers were up six with a minute twelve left. Yes, and the Clippers still got a last second shot. So I give them credit for that, but. To me, that that collapse, that losing of the 21-point lead, I think that's what you'll you'll see when push comes to shove in big playoff series. I, I don't think this team is made of the right stuff. Not my they got problem. The, they got the, it's not your problem. <laughs> it, it could be your advantage, actually. Yeah, I mean, you know? look, they were without two of their players, okay? In that situation, when you're missing Paul George and, and Z to a point, to a point, but you're missing Paul George. You are. You got a, you are. another offensive strength yep. that's not on the floor. When you get him back, the, the Clippers are a different basketball team. I think we all could agree to that. So I'm not ready to just say all of a sudden they're getting ready to be the Doc Rivers Clippers when they get into the postseason. I'm not yep. going to say that. When they've been in the postseason under Ty Lue, yeah. they've been banged up and hurt. They've been banged up and hurt. They haven't been the – I guess I don't want to call them the three big guns that they have, but – the two guns that they have in terms of uh, PG and Kawhi, they haven't been together no. under Ty Lue in the, in the postseason. They've been hurt. Yeah. So now if you can get them healthy, I still believe that they're, they're going to be something to be reckoned with coming out of the West. I want my Lakers to be great too. I want them to be smooth. I don't want the up and down. But the Clippers are a good basketball team. And I understand that you feel a certain way about James Harden. That turnover to Kawhi, he threw the ball exactly where he should have thrown it, but Kawhi took his eyes off of him because he yeah, was trying to. I'm not to... sure how that went to James, but whatever. Those well, they, were they accredited him. Yeah, they accredited yeah. him that, but he yeah. took his. Kawhi took no, his I'm, eyes I'm off of it. I'm with you on that. He took one. his eyes off of it, getting ready to go to the cup. But the other one was shockingly bad, even though you say his teammate moved, but his he just. His teammate kind of. It's, it's like he moved out of the way. He knows he's going to get called for time. Yeah. And at the last second, he just like. I'll throw it over there. Well, he threw it over there. As soon as he threw it, yeah. Powell moved. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, you know. All right. So, early in this game, it looked like, once again, your Lakers play little to no defense. They'll pick their spots. LeBron's great on the chase down still, but there'll be lots of possessions where they're just deadheaded. They're just lifeless, and they, they don't defend the three-point line, and then A.D. got dunked on. Anthony Davis got dunked on by Terrence Mann. If we could see this, this is in the first quarter. It's a left-handed dunk. But he came over late, though. Yeah, okay, but but come on. Show me something. Yeah, but he came over late. He's on his backside on the right side. Terrence Mann is six feet five. But he's on the right side hip of him, and he dunks on the left. You can't. If he tries Why to block it, get a hand but up. if he tries get to block it, he's going to foul him. Get a hand up and foul him. Well, so you're, you, would you rather foul him or get dunked on left-handed? I'd rather just get left-handed. Left-handed? I need you him would? in the game. Oh. I need him in the oh. game. Oh. I don't need an and one. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're not coaching him. Do you need a block? 
How about a block? I don't want him. I don't. Want you could have made him eat that. Mm, if if you been, were into been, the game. On the it, skip. First of all, he's on his backside. He's not already really. behind him. He's not really. He is. No, he's got. He's right it's there. It's a left-hand oh, shooter. On. It's not. He didn't dunk with his right. He dunked with his left. I know, but he's not left-handed. He's on his backside, though. Skip. I don't want serious? him following you. I'm embarrassed him. for Anthony Davis no. on that. No. You, you like that? I don't have a problem with the defense. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. I don't. I, I don't want him to get into foul trouble trying to block a dunk in the first quarter when he, you're already behind him and chasing him. I think you're just like Darvin Ham. Oh. You, you, you let him get away with near murder, right? So okay. what you, you want him to hack him filing I want him and an and one. Why? Okay, you, you're, you're it's so 10 much to longer eight. than him, and that made it 12 to 8. And and, and it sent a message that you're going to let it them do that to you? It did not send a message. Just at least get a hand on it. I, I'd much rather send him to the line. But he the point is, late, Skip. all right, so... They, they jack around. They don't do much. They, they get stagnant on offense. They're too much LeBron going one-on-one. And all of a sudden, he got hot. And the beauty, as you pointed out, of the fourth quarter, especially the early and middle part of the fourth quarter, is they followed him. Yes. That They started playing on both sides of the ball. They started moving their feet on defense and moving their bodies on offense. And to your point, even when LeBron missed the last two shots, he was the one assisting on the big shots by Rui and then D'Lo. And Rui had an up and under, a reverse layup. Oh, yeah, was, in the, which was I thought sweet. he got caught you underneath, know, but he was able to still no, get he, it. He did. He was able to get it up under. Okay. So do you like Rui and D'Lo a little more than you usually do after – last night no yeah i mean it's fine velo is an up and down guy with us right yeah he can be streaky scoring Rui doesn't get enough touches yeah. because when lebron and ad is in the game he's not going to get the same amount of touches that he would when they're not in the game so when they're not on the floor i like him more than i like him when they're on the floor yeah he knocked down two big shots there's he no did. question about it you know he didn't he, panic he, in those situations he, he has routinely knocked down big shots for you he has he, done he was that making recently. big shots in the playoff game against denver last year he made a bunch of big shots but going into coming out of the third quarter his fourth quarter i mean coming out of the third quarter going into the fourth quarter he did a pretty good job in the third i think he picked up about 12 points in that third quarter for us. so that was key to get him going and feeling a certain way. Yeah. And when he rolled into the fourth quarter, he knocked down the big three. And like you just mentioned, that when he got caught underneath the basket, he didn't panic. He just came underneath on the backside of it, put a Under. spin on it, it goes yeah. in. That's what you want to see on a consistent basis when AD is on the yeah. floor with him and LeBron, opposed to some of the other stuff that you see where they're afraid to shoot the basketball yeah. and they just give it up. Yeah. You don't want to see that. Yeah. So I'm going to give you this about LeBron James. I thought he looked sensational young. last night, sensationally young. young. He did. He looked like the youngest, what is he now, 39. He, he looked like the youngest year 21 NBA player I have ever seen times 10. In the fourth quarter, he, yes. He looked spry. You know, he, he looked... He looked like he had a lot of juice left in his legs. He was getting up. He was getting up and down the floor. He, he would pick his spots on defense, but he was playing good defense last night in spurts. And it, his energy level, his body looks good. You know, it, it, it lifted everybody. I think they followed the king last night. Whatever he found and, that, and mustered up with that, that fourth quarter, whatever that beginning of the fourth quarter I mean, you talk about the last four minutes, missing the two shots. But whatever that was for that 
yeah. you know, nine minutes. It stretch. was. It was nine minutes. He dug deep and found it. He did. And, and that's the leadership yeah. that people try to say, oh, he's not that type of leader. Well, they follow. He doesn't need to be a Michael Jordan leader. He doesn't yeah. need to lead by that. He leads by example. And everybody else all of a sudden raised their game up. You can win championships you that can. way. Absolutely. But the problem with the Lakers is they'll do that last night. And then who knows what the hell they'll do tonight against Washington. Well, and that's a very good question because remember LeBron's famous or infamous quote of a couple of weeks back. He said, we're good enough to beat any team in this league. And we can also lose to any team in this league. And now in a back-to-back, ironically, you have a team tied for the worst record in the league, Washington tied with Detroit. Yeah, I don't think they're going to lose, though. I'd be shocked if they lose. They're nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, I'd be shocked if they lose. Would you be shocked if LeBron didn't play? Do you you think he'll play? I think he'll play. I wouldn't play him. You wouldn't play him? Boy, he looked so good last night. I wouldn't I, play him. I, I think he might want to go. Because he did not play the last game. Well, I don't know the count. What, what, yeah. What's his count on not playing and playing? What's that number? Back-to-backs? Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But he's played several. I'm not, I think the last one, he did play their back-to-back and played he well. Did? Yep. And okay. played well. I, I, I don't think he should play, though. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Well, can I they win without him? They should be able to beat Washington without him. You would think so. Mm. Come on now. They beat Boston without him and AD. Okay. Well, his running mate, AD, is going to have to rise and shine then tonight. They shouldn't play. They should play AD, though. Yeah. All right. He needs to play. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. This is what Anthony Davis said after the Lakers stormed back from 21 down in the fourth quarter to beat the Clippers. And I quote, I think this was a huge win for us, not only because it was the Clippers, but also for ourselves in general. I think this is a big reassurance win for us to hopefully get us playing how we were playing right before the break. So, of course, the question is, was last night a blip or a trend? So now, Keyshawn, what shot do you give your Lakers? You've loved them your whole life. 
to get on a roll and win the Western Conference? I give them the same shot I've always given them. It's 50-50. Got to get into the postseason. Once we saw it last year, once they got into the postseason, they played a different style of basketball. All of a sudden, they found themselves in the Western Conference Final. Do I think they could do that same thing? Yeah, because as LeBron said, they can beat anybody, but they also can lose to anybody. Yep. It's all about getting in the tournament. Can they? What are they sitting at nine now again? They were at ten. Can they get up in a safe area to get into the playoffs? I don't mm-hmm. care who they draw. If they draw Minnesota, so what? If they draw Denver, so what? If they draw OKC, so what? They have the capability of beating all of those teams. Can they do it though? Can they still? Can they be the Laker team that we saw in Boston? Can they be the Laker team we saw in New York? Can they be the Laker team we saw beat OKC? Can they be the Laker team that's three one up on Clippers? Three to one. Can they be yep. that team? Yep. Or can, or are they the Laker team that allowed Houston to run amok on them a couple times this year? And if that's the they, case, they let San Antonio beat them in a back to back. Or they, or or the San Antonio games. Is that the Laker team we're going to see? Because if those are the Lakers that we see, then they'll be at home watching with us. And that's the bottom line. And I don't know that LeBron James and Anthony Davis will allow that to happen. I think the sour taste left in their mouth from the postseason a year ago should ignite them to feel like and make them want to go out there and bring a trophy home. Yeah. Because, look, man, they got two of the top – Ten players, two of the top in the NBA. Some would argue two of the top eight, seven, whatever you want to say. Good. They got two of the top they do. dudes in the NBA. Mm-hmm. When you got two of the top, you're probably going to be pretty good because everybody else is pretty good. They got two. Literally everybody else is pretty good. They totally got two. agree. So it's just understanding your rotation if you Darwin Ham, who you get a minute to, who you design stuff for in certain situations. Yep. That, that's all it boils down to. But I do believe that they have the makeup to make a strong run in the West. When Anthony Davis is right, he's top five. He's yeah. not always right, but he's been more right than wrong. I really haven't said year. wrong probably yeah. since. Since early. Yeah. It's been, November? Yeah, I agree. Right? I agree. LeBron is still, as we saw last night, he's still a top ten player. So if he's in the, the second five. Whatever. Okay, yeah. Whatever. Only five can play at once. And to your point, if you have two of those, you, you're pretty you, good. I you, mean, you, you just thinking in my good. brain, teams that have two of those yeah. are at the top. Yeah. Right? So I tweeted at halftime last night that it's hard to fathom that a team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis was down 14 to a team without Paul George and without Zubats. It, it's wrong because they're better than that. But you've known this all year. They did win the in-season tournament. You can say, well, that's an indictment because they set the bar too high and they can't get back to the bar. But no, they're that good. But the in-season, but the in-season tournament, because it's, it's spread out, yeah. it's not seven straight games. No. It's, you know, you play a game here, five days <clears throat> later you play one. That's, that counts toward the Okay, did LeBron tournament. take it more seriously than the other teams? Maybe so. But they did it. And I saw them go up against a, a hot, deep, young shooting Indiana team in that final, and they just suffocated them. On defense, they suffocated Halliburton and company. They are highly capable. So I'm going to say what I said to open the show. 
I don't know the injury status of Jared Vanderbilt's foot, but he can play defense at the highest level. He can ball. I, I like his nature. I like what a fighter he is. He, he is a valuable piece of the rotation. He doesn't even have to start, but, but I think he would if he were completely healthy because he was starting for a while. And now he's got some foot injury, and they were talking about maybe surgery. I don't know what's going on. But if you could get him back, it takes you up another notch. If you could ever get Gabe Vincent healthy, and he had a scope on his knee uh, quite a while back, and I keep yeah, waiting. Yeah, the scope was like yeah, it's not that big a deal. Well, I don't know the, the no. extent of his scope, yeah. but I had a scope. Yeah. I was back running and everything in two weeks. Okay, so I don't well, know I've, what I've exactly. three of them, and I was back within two weeks every yeah, time. Every it's just time. not, that, I don't it's know not what... that big a deal. I don't know what happened. Maybe there's more to it. Gabe Vincent, as you saw in Miami, he's a big shot taker and maker. I'm not saying he's a great player, but he's a very good player who could be a good part who of the rotation. Help? He could help because he's been on the biggest stage in the sport a couple of times, and he's thrived on big stages. Well, maybe he's, he's not been, afraid. Maybe he's been held back until I, I don't we get know. to I don't know. a point where okay. it makes sense. All right. That's why I said before the year, I liked what Rob Polinka put together. I know... You, you lost Schroeder and a couple other, but, but you replaced them. I, I like this group. I don't have a hidden agenda. I'm not trying to set LeBron up for a fall here. I'm just telling you, I like no this team. No one said you was trying okay. to set him up, okay. but it's in your back pocket if in you need it. In my back pocket if, if I need it. If you need it, okay. it's in well, your back I, pocket. I don't need it because I like the team. I like Rob Palinka. I like what he put together. I like what he did at last year's trade deadline because – they took Denver to the wire four straight times, and they lost all four of them because LeBron did not play well in those four fourth quarters. Yeah, I don't you have care it in we, your back pocket. Okay. No, but I'm just saying he's better than he was against Denver. He, he shot seven of 23 in those four fourth quarters. Last night, we saw him make five threes in the fourth quarter against yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, but I don't care what he did last night. Okay. Because last night, he's got to carry that into the postseason. Okay. If, okay. in fact, we make hey. the postseason and we do what right. we're supposed to, what he did against Denver, he can't do. But what he did last night, he's got to do against right, those remember, Denver Remember, against Denver in those four fourth quarters, all winnable games, he yes. shot one of ten from three. He did not you're, shoot the you're, ball You're well. better than that. He's better than that. He can be better than that. Austin Reeves made seven of eight threes in those four fourth quarters, yeah. but didn't get featured enough because it's I'm LeBron's show. I'm featuring know, him over LeBron James hey, and Anthony it. Davis. But you need to blend him more, and I think yes. they will. They, they he, he made a couple will. shots last night where I said, wow, that would well, work. And they probably yeah. will. They but will. you got to remember, will. he was essentially a rookie last okay. night. I All mean, right. last year. All right, so Denver visited L.A. back on February 8th. It wasn't that long ago because we're still at the end of February. They lost to Denver 114-106, to 106, and once again, LeBron was not very good in the fourth quarter. He shot two for eight and missed both of his threes, and he missed one of those threes with 237 left that would have tied the game, and he missed another like a six-foot runner with 138 left. My point is it feels like Denver thinks they got, the, the, not that they own him, but they, they have it over him, you know, like, like, they're, they're, well, they're not afraid. They, they put Aaron Gordon on him, and he's a big-body athletic. Well, Mike Malone yeah. certainly. And he's talked big certainly about it. Certainly probably feels that way. Well, he said we're their daddy, right? He, he, okay. he probably feels that okay. way. Okay, all right. You got all one right. championship. Okay, but here's my point. Denver's playing at a very high level right now. They look really good. I watched yeah. them, was it two nights ago? They, they're rolling. They, they got it back. They got that championship swagger going again. Can your team beat them? You better believe your they team can. can beat them. Can I, beat them. I, I believe it with all my heart and soul. 
Everybody has to rise and shine. AD's got to play big against Joker, and he can. He he can match up with Joker. Trust Joker me. Joker can't cover him, guard no, him on he can't the, guard on the him. offensive. He can't guard him. And he's got to totally take advantage agree. of it. And you, be totally agree. Him. All right. Again, I don't know the injury status of these other two players, but if you get back that deeper rotation, then it's going to fall back on your coach. Sometimes he gets a little overwhelmed with the mix and match of it. You have to push the right buttons at the right time. But I like your chances. Experience last year will carry over into this season yep. in the postseason for Darwin Ham. That's okay. what I believe. Right. I think, you know, first-time coach goes to the Western Conference Final. Yeah, he played. He's been in games as a player, he has. but not as a head coach. No. Now you get that one year of experience yeah. to not repeat the same maybe mistakes that you did a year yeah. ago. Maybe with your rotation scar tissue. That yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I I agree. So the point is, I look around the West, and it's Denver and and Phoenix. They can't keep their three healthy now. Bradley Beal's been out for a while. Are they better than the Lakers? I don't think so. I, I just don't think so. Golden State is starting to take shape. Now, CP3's back. I'm not worried you know? about them. Okay, we well, took, you, 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 you took them out. Year. You yeah, took we, them out. We, we, yeah, we and and, and it wasn't really they that don't close. Have, they, they, remember, I, they don't have a two. They really don't. They okay. don't have two. All right. They got one. Okay. They don't have two guys. All right. They it's, got a couple pieces. I mean, Clay. Clay's not the same Clay. Yeah. I mean, Dre's Dre, but it's not, yeah. you know, I'm talking about the okay. top ten. All right. And sitting at at the top of your conference right now are two out-of-nowhere teams, Minnesota and Oklahoma City. Are you afraid youth. of them? They're, 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 well, it's the youth. The, the other one's older with Gobert and Cat. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I'm talking about the yeah. – uh, Gobert and Cat is there, but you're not – first of all, you're not afraid of Gobert, okay? You're just not. Cat can knock down some shots and do yeah. some stuff. Yeah. And Ant Man is he, when I say he, youth, he, I'm talking. I'm hey, looking at him okay. as their guy. But he's starting to arrive as as a. He's starting to get some vet to him. Yeah, but but yeah. when you young, and you step into that postseason arena, I agree. That's a different it's deal, a different beast than the regular yeah. season. Yeah, it just is in all no. sports. Okay, Oklahoma City. I, you know, from there, I've, I'm starting to fall in love with that team because they're fun to watch. And, and you've beaten them. You've gone to their place and beaten them on one Saturday night. I sat in Washington. I said, that is good. But do you think LeBron James and Anthony Davis are afraid no. of Chet Holmgren, even though no. I think he's making a bid for Rookie of the Year? No, they're not uh, afraid. He, 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 yeah. Well, I think, think Wimby's the guy at Rookie okay, of the Year. Okay, well, we, we'll get into that as it starts to unfold. But the point is, is Shea Gill just right in the MVP come? Sure yeah, he is. He's right there. He is really good. I mean, his step back, you know, even mid-range jump shooting, it's hard to deal with. Do you think right now LeBron, if we put him on a lie detector, is he afraid of Oklahoma State? He is not afraid. Okay? No. Okay? So you have two of the top ten players. If you could get a little healthier, you, you did get Cam Reddish back last night. and He ended the game with a dunk for what it's worth. But the point is, I like your team. You, you just There are nights when they just don't show up. I, I don't know. Is, is it coaching? Is it, is it motivation? We'll see, we'll see tonight yeah. when they play Washington. Yeah, I agree. We'll this, see this tonight is what one. shows up, and it'll give us an indication yeah. of what type of team we yeah. have. Because AD is saying, we just took off. You know, that's what he's saying. Is so we'll, this see, is we'll it. see tonight. Yeah, okay. All right. With or without LeBron in the lineup. I yeah. don't know if he'll play or not, but I don't either. we'll see. Okay, we will see. For you to be able to say something negative about him tomorrow. We'll okay. see. We'll, we'll see about that. You better play, LeBron, or I'm, I'm going to be all over you tomorrow. You, you, After what you did last night, back it up.
Here we go. Okay, McCole Hardman is at it again in the middle of yet another controversy. We debate it next. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Connor Hughes of SNY TV reported the Jets believe McCole Hardman, frustrated by his lack of usage, leaked game plans to the Eagles and Chiefs, as was implied by several players, including Sauce Gardner. Keyshawn, you've probably heard of this before somewhere along your path. Well, what's your reaction to it? Heard of what? Somebody leaking information? Game plans? No. You get that. You get that all the time with people saying, "Yeah, somebody leaked a game plan or." You know, you're, you're telling information to your buddy you went to college with, yeah. your roommate who plays for the team. You hear it all the time. But this is this one is pretty interesting because one game they won, <laughs> one game they almost won. They did. And Zach Wilson against the Kansas City Chiefs had the best game of his entire career, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. it's, so it's 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 a little weird that Miko Hartman is is being pulled into this. But then, as always, if there's if there's a little bit of smoke, there's a fire somewhere, just a little bit, because I'll there's too that. many people mm-hmm. saying that he is disgruntled, he's mad, and he's giving the game plans to the Philadelphia Eagles, which I don't I don't know why he would give it to Philadelphia. The Jets wind up beating Philadelphia, so I don't that doesn't sound right because the Jets no. beat them. And then when you think about Kansas City, Kansas City, you know, that's three points. They beat them by three points. It wasn't like Kansas City steamrolled them. No. And Zach Wilson had his best game of his entire career. I mean, Zach was 30, uh, 28 to 39 for 245, two TDs, and zero picks. Now, maybe there is some truth to... Him being disgruntled and mad and no at doubt. the start of the season uh, because he got guaranteed money to yeah. come and be a part of the team, and then he got beat out by a rookie free agent. He did. So maybe there's some some truth to that. Yep. I, I don't know that he's giving them the get well, like game plans. So people understand, man. You get a ex. You probably got fifty given plays in a game plan. Out of the fifty plays, there may be. 10 new plays that's designed differently than you had in training camp. The other 40 is the same plays. Agreed. They got the film for that. They, When you line up in a certain formation, they know you're running a toss sweep. They know you're running power O. They know this guy, if he's lined up on the outside edge of the numbers on third down, they're probably running a slant. Like, they know this stuff. So it's not like a game plan is going to change the outcome of a football game. That's just paranoia by Coaches, oh, they got to see our game plan. They got, they got it on film, man. What are you talking about? You know, there's only a few wrinkles in there that they may get and see if yeah. you decide to run them. Yeah. 
Now, if he did, in fact, do this, I don't want him in the locker room. <laughs> I'm just serious. I can't trust you. Yeah. I can't trust you. If I'm the Kansas City Chiefs and I'm Big Red and this is the fact, yeah. I can't trust. How can I trust you? going to give him a, as soon as I don't give you the ball, you're going to go give my game plan away. If he, in fact, is doing it. But you got the punter saying it. You got Sauce Gardner not saying names. Sauce Gardner went on on his uh, social media account. Uh, you know, he deleted the tweet, but he said, we ain't going to talk about how our offensive game plan got leaked versus the Eagles, though. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I don't know, how to, I don't know how to break it all the way down. Maybe you do, Skip. I could just say that I don't know how significant a game plan being in the lap of somebody is going to help them beat you. I am with you on that, but we have two issues operating. We have, number one, how significant is having a game plan? Not very, because you don't know exactly what play is going to be called when, and I'm going to hark back one more time to my dynastic 90s Cowboys. Trust me, simplest offense in the league by far. It boiled down to hand it to Emmett left or right or toss it to Emmett left or right. And throw it to Michael. They didn't even call numbers because Emmett wouldn't hit the right holes. It was just left or right, left or right. Or Michael's going to run down and in or down and out. You call it bang eight. You know, it, it's just pretty simple. It's, it's really, there's nothing it's, complicated. It's really simple. It's yeah. not complicated. And it is very hard to stop. Okay, so now we have issue number two. Did he, in fact, leak? Because if he did, to your point, pfft, yeah, if he leaked, uh, I don't want him in my locker room. You don't want him in your locker room. So he's been going back and forth. First, he takes a shot at the Jets' offense. He says it's not up to any standard. And, and then now he's saying, send signals, I, I, you guys want me back, I'll come back. Well, I don't know if they now want him back. They're sending signals back. We, we don't want you back. All right, so now let me go bigger picture with you. We talked about Clark Hunt, who comes across as this fine, nice, upstanding man when he speaks publicly about his Kansas City Chiefs and, and Big Red, as you call Andy Reid, one of the nicest guys in the history of sports. And yet, together with Brett Veach as their GM, they will take lots of chances on players with questionable character, right? Absolutely. Look what they did with Travis Kelsey. You don't think he had huge question marks on his character coming out of Cincinnati? Yeah, but, if I, but if I know, if, if this goes back to my conversation I had with you yesterday about the combine evaluations. Yes. If I can look at you and I can talk to you and I can understand where you're coming from, yeah. I'm not taking a chance because I know who you are. Or if you get to talk to somebody you really trust who says you should somebody. trust him. Or you yeah. talk to somebody, but you got to yeah. still talk to the players. You, you well. do, okay. But remember, Tyreek came out of college and they took a risk on him because he had a domestic violence issue. Yeah, but you get, you get the information. You don't get the information okay. that's put out in the public. Right. I'm going to get the information from the people that's involved. Right. And Kadarius Tony had a huge punt return for them in the Super Bowl a year ago. And he came over from the Giants because they said, well, we're not sure. I'm about getting that. the information okay. because there's always you know. two sides to a story. Yep. Okay. That's just the way it is. When you, as I said to you yesterday, Skip, when you are evaluating talent, whether it's free agency, whether it's via trade, whether it's through the draft, I need to talk to you. I need to see where your mind is at. What are you thinking? Everybody makes a mistake or two in their lives somewhere along the way. But I would know if I'm talking to you and the right people around you, if you're prone to make those same mistakes on a repeated offense all the time. If you are, 
then it might not be a situation that I want to put myself and my team in. Okay, so has now McCole Hardman's question, uh, his character been questioned? Sure it has. But the Chiefs were willing to take him. They already had him once, but they took him back because they knew they could deal with him. Whatever you have to deal with, Patrick Mahomes is saying, I can deal with him because he can play. But what's the – okay. He's going back to Kansas City. Or he went back to Kansas City. Yes. Kansas City had him before, like you said. They so they already know what he was. They, they didn't know. want to pay him the money. No. They, they decided to acquire him once the money – kind of went down on the guarantee side that is because true. the New York Jets absorbed some of that cost. So now we can get him back at a cheaper rate. He can help us the second half of the season because we know him. Yeah. So what is his character issues for us in Kansas City? Now, if he goes from Kansas City to the Rams, the Rams may look at it and say, well, what they're saying about him, we need to dive deeper into that Agreed. because there may be a character flaw for the Rams, but it's not a character flaw for Kansas City because they already know him. They already know. And what happened on the last play of the Super Bowl? Right? He caught, the, he caught the touchdown, touchdown pass. The little Walk in off. and out. Right? So okay. they're okay yep. with that. Yeah. He did fine by them. But you always, again, man, you always got two sides to a story, dog. Yeah. I, he, you know, his people always going to question because what happens in our world that we work in, People that write these stories and people that say things about people and question their character, they're not interviewing the individuals. They're listening to some coach somewhere that has nothing to do with a player who thinks he knows them, and then they're getting that information and they're using it and writing it. They're not sitting down with a player or a player's real coach or a player's best friend. They're not, they're not doing a deep dive investigative yeah. reporting. Yes, Travis Kelsey was an edgy dude. He was edgy. But all and remember, you got, he got suspended for an entire year yeah, at Cincinnati. But that's okay. And the reason it's okay is because all you got to do is go to Cincinnati and talk to whoever was there, okay? Go to his high school, talk to who was there, sit down, talk to the parents, talk to him most importantly. He got a brother you can talk to, and you find out. Why did he get suspended? Oh, well, he smokes a little weed. Yeah. Okay, well, that ain't a big deal in the world no more. It ain't as big as it used to be. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that's it. It wasn't like he was running out there getting in the bar fights night, night in and night out and night in and night out and night in and night out. Yep. That's where teams get into trouble is when they don't do the deep dive homework. Although my team, the Dallas Cowboys, under Tom Landry and also under Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones, had as many questionable characters on their roster as anybody in the league, and, and it resulted in Super Bowls. You okay? cannot hey. have a bunch of choir boys you cannot. in professional sports and no. think you're getting ready to win a whole bunch of championships. No. It's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. You have to have some edge to your team. I don't want somebody out there, you know, creating a, 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 an issue. I don't want what went on in New England. I don't want that. But you got to have some of those players that got some, you know, you got to have you a few Charles Haley's, man. Got to have Charles Haley's. You got to have a few For that dudes. matter, you got to have a few Keyshawn's. You, you, you better. You better. Mm -hmm. you better. That, it, 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 speaking of that, people say, well, you took a receiver at <sighs> number one. Yeah, but it wasn't just because I could catch balls and I could run. There was also a package that fit in what that organization was looking for. Okay, they was looking for somebody to come in that had a little edge to them. 
that had a certain snack crackle pop mm -hmm. that would turn things upside down. That's what they was looking for. They wasn't looking for a nice guy. They had a nice guy in, in Rob Moore. They moved on from Rob Moore and moved him point. to Arizona. They had that. Very good but point. they wanted somebody that had some, some stuff. And Rob Moore was a good receiver for the New York Jets. He was. He was a damn good receiver, but they wanted something different. Okay. And when you are evaluating players and you are making a decision, you have to factor in everything. And I don't know if I've ever told you this story before, but when they were making the decision on me or the late Lawrence Phillips, there was two guys that they was high on because they had just signed Jumbo Elliott at the left tackle position, so they didn't need Jonathan Ogden. So they said to themselves, we got defensive pass rushers, so we don't need Simeon Rice, Kevin Hardy. We need an offensive playmaker. It was either Keyshawn or Lawrence Phillips. One of the two. They looked at Lawrence Phillips. They looked at me. Both got red flags. One person's red flags a little higher than the other. A little higher. And they said, that ain't the – because those red flags over here, a little more dangerous than these red flags. We can handle these red flags, so let's go with a safer bet of a red flag versus the one okay. that eventually isn't what we want. And as you said yesterday to me, that even beyond your tape, that your sit-down, look-them-in-the-eye interview Absolutely. pushed it over the top. Absolutely. Yeah. But they were okay with that. Yeah. And when you are evaluating players, you got to be convinced in conviction that they're not going to screw it up. And that's what you look at when you look at a Miko Hartman in his situation or a Tyreek Hill in his situation. Is he going to be a repeat offender while he's on our team? Can we handle him? Can we talk to him? Okay. Can we deal with him? And clearly Andy Reid felt he could with a Tyreek Hill felt that he can with a Miko Hartman on the second try who yeah. wins the Super Bowl for him. All right, and let me button this up by referring to our teammate, Michael Irvin, the playmaker you know very well. Did he have his issues off the field? You better believe he did. Was he the leader and the rocket fuel of the dynastic Dallas Cowboys? You better believe he was. He was the one who drove that team. If he wasn't okay. on that team, hey, Cowboys may not win the Super Bowls. Totally agree. May Obviously, it starts with Troy Aikman in the quarterback position, but without that guy, I, I don't think they win. I, I don't either, but yeah. that's me. Yeah, all right. And I'm biased, so. Well, both of us are. No mercy. No mercy.